Welcome back to No TV Thursday. It's October the something. I forget. Welcome back to another episode of No TV Thursday. It's probably been a while since you've heard from us, so let us just go around the circle and remind everybody who we are. My name is Adam, and I'm the dad. My name is Penny, and I'm the sister. My name is Kara, and I'm the mom. My name is Max, and welcome back to more No TV Thursday! And he's Hooray! 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 Huzzah! 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 As we mentioned, it's been a while, more than a year, since the last time we've had a No TV Thursday recording session. And so, for this this episode's episode of Kit News, I thought we'd have each person share something that they have accomplished in the past year. Penny, why don't you start us off? What's something you have accomplished in the past year? I would say going on a zipline. Okay, so something that you accomplished is usually something you work towards or something yeah. you put time and effort into. Going down a zip line is something you did, and that was fun, and it's probably the most recent thing you've done. But what is something that you worked towards and you accomplished? Penny, why don't you try again? Or do you want to go to somebody else? You can go to someone else. All right. Max, what is something you have accomplished that's not video game related? I have... In the last how many months? One year! One year. Okay. I have made a sword of armor. I have made sword. I have made a sword and shield and sheath for them. You made a sh- sword? A shield and a sheath for them. And a sheath? Can you say that three times? Go! Sheath, sheath, sheath. No. No, all three of those. Sword, shield, sheath. Sword, shield, sheath. <laughs> Sword shield sheath. You did that over at the Peoria Playhouse, and that was something you worked a long time mm-hmm. to put those together. Mm. Penny, do you have something that yeah. you have accomplished? What is something that you worked on? Uh my violin. So you learned to play the violin? Yeah. And how has that been? That's been really good. I've learned, I think, eight or nine songs. What's your favorite thing about the violin? Probably learning to play on all the strings. Because it's still new to me for the D&G string. What does your favorite song sound like? Um, can you come back to me for that? Mama, what's something you accomplished? Um, in the last year? You get to pick one thing. Surely you have done something. I have accomplished keeping my kids alive. Um, in the last year, oh, I ran another half marathon, which was fun. It was a lot of hard work, but I got to run it with my boys. In the past, oh, in the past, uh, in the past year I've run two half marathons. That is correct. The... One in Champaign, Illinois, mm-hmm. Illinois, and one in 
Indianapolis, Indiana. That's right. And mommy ran that one with you. And I made a blog recently. And he's just one up in all my answers. There you go. <laughs> Pokeboys.wordpress.com. <laughs> That's P-O-K-E-B-O-Y-Z. <laughs> yes. Dot WordPress. Dot com. I would say that the thing I had accomplished was that I did run a marathon. I oh. did that two weeks ago, and so I spent the summer training for that, and that was that was neat and a lot of fun, and I'm happy to have done it once, but don't feel a need to rush off to do another one. <laughs> I'm just going to let their imaginations decide what that noise was. It is time for our next segment, and that's Would You Rather, where we ask a Would You Rather question. And today's is pretty simple. Would you rather be able to control water or fire? Fire! Would you rather be able to control water or fire and why? Ooh. Max, why don't you go first? Fire, because my favorite Pokemon type Pokemon is a fire type, and my also favorite type Pokemon is a fire type. And fire is red, and red is my favorite color. Hmm. And what would you do with your control over fire? I would mo- roast marshmallows. A okay. lot of them. I know what I would do. I would be S'more Man. That would be your superhero name. You could be on an episode of Word Girl. S'more Man. Um, Penelope, what would you rather do? Be able to control water or fire? Fire, because then I could stop houses from burning on fire. So you would like work yeah. for the fire department? Yeah. You could do that with water too. Tell us, what what would you do? How would you stop the fire? Like I would control it to like all go into a tiny ball and then we could just pour water on it and then it'd be gone. Oh, I think that's a great thing to do with your power over fire. Care Bear, what would, what would you want to control? Water or fire? Fire. I think the only responsible decision for me as a parent is to control water if both my kids are controlling fire. <laughs> because inevitably, the fire will turn against each other. Now, only one person. What if you don't have pyromaniac children? If it's just you, would you still want the ability to control water? And why or why not? Um... Yeah, I'd still control water, because water kind of creeps me out, like the ocean or lakes or stuff like that. So if I have control over it, I wouldn't fear it anymore. I feel like there's some deeper things going (laughs) on there. Oh, my dolphins. (laughs) If I could control water or fire, I would probably choose water. And I will just say this, I feel like... From a practicality standpoint, water is going to come in more. Whether it's 
allowing me to make wells for people or control whether it's raining or not. And also, I gotta imagine that, like, I can, like, ride on, like, water. Dolphins. Places. Like, water you could dolphins. surf everywhere. Yeah, like, I mean, that would be pretty awesome to, like, surf everywhere I go. And I couldn't control dolphins because they are not water, per se. No, you can make water dolphins. But I could pick dolphins up and I could probably shoot them at people with my water. <laughs> Power. So that was that's something. Sardine that I dolphin could do. harpoon. And maybe I could partner with Penny in putting fires out mm, that like change. she would contain the fire and then I would pour water sure. on it. Dolphin sardine harpoon. I maybe maybe <laughs> dolphin sardine <laughs> harpoon. Just maybe. It's time for everybody's favorite tongue-twisting segment. She sells seashells by the seashore. I no. can do it. No. Try it again. Try it. You do it, Penny. She sells seashells down nope. by the seashore. No. Nope. She sells seashells down by the seashore. Nope. She sells. All right, she everybody stop. Sells. Everybody stop. Mama. Oh, I can't do it. She sells seashells down by the seashore. She sells seashells down by the seashore. She sells she... No. Everybody stop. We got... This is what we are going to sell today. It is for our listeners at home or in their vehicles. It is a Q-tip. It is an all-white Q-tip. Now, everybody knows what a Q-tip is. What if I don't? Your job is to come up with a creative use for it to try and sell to people. So take some time and think about it. Think about what you could use a Q-tip for and how you might sell it. All right, Penelope, you've got the Q-tip in hand. Sell it. Um... I would use a Q-tip for many reasons, but one reason is for painting. Because you can dip it in paint, and then if you want to make dots, you can, like, just make dots. Like, you can just, like, poke it and make dots. That's a good use for you. Yeah, that's a good use for using it. You can do tiny paintings. Yes. All right, Maxwell, you take the Q-tip. You see what you can do. Sell it. You can use a Q-tip for many things. You can use it to pick a lock. If you need, to, if you accidentally lock yourself out of a house, it's thin enough that you can like put it in a lock and like move it around and like pick the lock. No, but then you can. But another thing you can use it for is to clean your ears. <laughs> and if you have something like stuck in your nose, you can like <laughs> wiggle it around in there and get that thing on it. Blow. Yeah. And then maybe it's like you can if you have like really long hair, you can use it as like a curler. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And that's my thing. You go dad. Thanks. Max, I'm not sure what the, uh... That <laughs> was part of his ad. <laughs> I was hoping that there was going to be some rhyming involved. I or so, too. I thought there might have been a rap in there. 
All right. If it's just an intro. I'll right, see what I can do. Boogers. Your kids have boogers. They got boogers coming out of their nose. Use this Q-tip to get the boogers. It's better than a booger hose. Oh, it's better than a booger hose. To get those things out of their nose. You put it in. You're gonna get a win. Gonna find some golden boogers. That's what I put together. I feel like we should tell our podcast listeners that we do normally use tissues for boogers now that two out of the three of you have talked about sticking it up your nose for other reasons. So, we do normally use tissues in the Kip house. Yes, we do. For, for blowing, but sometimes for if something's blowing. really stuck up really there. Really stuck up there. <laughs> you, might need, you might need a Q-tip. Some leverage. I just made it go higher. That's what I'm a little concerned yeah. about. Please be cautious when using Q-tips in your nose. You need some leverage for that snotty beverage. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> Than a booger hole <laughs> instead of putting that thing up your nose. All right, now's your big moment of decision, Mama. Mom gets to what hold it. do you want to buy? The I... lock pick or the painting stick? Oh, I also did the booger thing. You or... never use the word booger. Or yeah, the I said you booger. can stick it up to your nose to get stuff out of there. I thought you were talking about peanuts. I really did. Mm-hmm. Or hot dogs. Uh, or maybe, like, tiny Pokemon. In the interest of steering steering away from boogers, I'm going to go with the painting stick today. What? I thought that was a very creative use for a Q-tip. It's time for a new segment today called When You Wish Upon a Star. Pretty sure that's copyrighted and you can't use that song. Sorry. When you wish upon a mass of incandescent burning gas. <laughs> it's known as a star. The way this works is you get a wish. <gasps> but we're going to tell you what type of wish you can make. And you can talk about what you would wish for. For instance, today the question is... You can wish for anything inside this category. If you can wish for any skill. This would be for you to be good, not just good, but to be an expert at something that you are already not skilled at. Mm. So, Penny, you can't choose gymnastics. Max, you couldn't say Pokemon or video games. Or running. Or running, because those are things you already do. So this is a skill that's beyond anything which you can do now. You wish it, and you get it. So what would you... What would you oh, wish can I be for? Impossible? We'll let Mama start us off to kind of give us an idea of what someone might wish for skills in. I wish I had the skill of growing a garden and then canning it. Like having my own canned food that I grew to eat. Hmm. That's Now why... Why is that the skill that you would I've wish for? I've just always wanted to be able to do that. And like some years we've had a garden. Some years I've even frozen some things from our garden. But I've never actually like canned something. Like with the big pot and the boiling water and the hearing the lids pop and all that. So you would want to be an expert 
canner. Gardener Whoa. slash. Gardener slash canner. I guess I didn't put both those things in there. Ooh. Our garden is always a sad, sad state. You yeah. need to wish to be an expert weeder. And <laughs> this is true. I feel like that this would help true. it a lot. But let's go with Penelope. Um, I want to learn probably how to run. I would say. She's making a face at you because we have taken time to talk to you about running before. And taken you running before. And you're like, why do you hate this? This is terrible. Can I go home? Are we done yet? No, this is hard. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't do this. If that's what you want, that's something you might not have to wish. We could probably help you with that. Max, wish your wish. Long jumping or high jumping and high jumping. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And why? why is that? Because I did track and compared to other people, mine wasn't good. <laughs> the best. <laughs> mine wasn't the best. Mine was the best. I feel like their skills are obtainable. What's your? They weren't exactly reaching for the stars. They weren't. Here. And that's all right. That's all right. We can. Reach for I the would like. I've got, I got like a big list of I know, things. I know, you do. I will choose the one. that lock picking uh, skill turn out for you. Lock Speaking picking, all right, picking. learning to pick a lock was mechanically interesting, but physically like beyond my skill and patience. Impossible. <laughs> the thing, I, I mean, there's been constants on my list, learning to beatbox or learning to throw a boomerang and catch it. <laughs> but what I will put out there today is, is this one. I would like to be able to sail. Now, not because... Really? Hold on. Really? Not because I actually want to sail by any means. Because I could get behind this. Because it's the type of thing where when you see it in a movie, like, it looks like it's a really interesting, like, cool thing. Like, like that person that can go out there and, like, sail places. Of course... Duck under the boom. Yes. Is that what it is? Is that what that like, thing is? Popeye! All of the things that are connected Popeye, together. Like now, again, I would, I never actually want <laughs> to like have to figure out like boats and stuff like that. No. But like, if I could just, you know, do that, it might be interesting to me. I've got another one. Speaking of sailing, it has nothing to do with sailing. Okay, I was just good. thinking of things that like I don't understand <laughs> that I would like to understand. Okay. The game of cricket. Oh, that's good. That's good. I would like to understand the game of cricket. That is something that... Maybe we could all figure that out. Yes, I want to do cricket. Because, like, every now and then we see it on TV and we watch it. Sure. I have no idea what is happening. And if we've got any listeners out there that know how to play cricket, you know, maybe we could have you on as a guest or something. Explaining cricket? Yes. (laughs) I don't know. It'd probably be longer than most of our podcasts. Cricket for dummies? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This wraps up when you wish upon a trademark. Mm-hmm. It's time for our last segment, which is what was this called? Is it called Once no Upon idea. a Time or Tell Me a Story? Story cues. Story That's time. Story time. This is the segment where we say we're going to use story cubes to tell a story together, and then we say if you check the link in. Show notes. Our the show notes show are notes. non-existent show notes. There'll be a link to Story Cube. Let's just <laughs> jump right in and get started. Woo. 
Remember to say what you rolled. So I rolled a moon. So we'll start off with that. It was a dark and stormy night. It's not stormy if you can see the moon. Yeah. Stark and stormy moon. It was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> Mom said, it's not stormy if you can see the moon. And so we all went outside and we realized that it wasn't stormy. <laughs> that the noise of thunder and clatter that everybody had heard was from someone picking up the Kip house and putting it on the back of a giant flatbed truck. In fact, in the middle of the night, we stepped out of the house onto the porch to see the highway and the scenery flying by. Penny? Um, I rode a lock. Okay. Um, and then they were locked. Who locked we them in? We were already on the porch. <laughs> they were locked. There's a lot of holes oh. in your story. Um, the, part, the guy driving the truck, his name was Bob, Bob. and you locked them inside the house, and they couldn't get out. That's better. Back. And then it started to rain. Wait, it was already and then it started, it started to, to rain. rain. <laughs> it was already rain. I wish they could see your face when you did that. And then it started to rain. Thunder, lightning. And you couldn't see the moon anymore. Your turn. Oh, great. This I is rolled turn. an airplane. <laughs> then we started. Which can also just mean travel. Or flying. So while we were inside the house, we all discussed where we could possibly be going. And we decided that none of us knew, so we would just have to wait until we got there to find out. It sounded like a really great adventure, but it also made Mommy and Daddy crazy. Right. So, finally... The truck stopped, and we all looked out the window to see where we were. I already rolled, and it got thunder, lightning, <laughs> lightning, lightning, and then more lightning struck, and the and then light and then thunder happened. It wasn't but Thor farting. That's all you got. That you got. No. Um. Okay, then continue. It came down and threw his hammer at Bob, which was actually an evil giant. His real name was Jeff. That's what I got. Alright. I put, I put a... I rolled a castle. After <gasps> Jeff had been vanquished, <laughs> a rather muscular man with long blonde hair walked up to the house and said, My name is Thor Farthing. And yes, I have come to save you. That was a large giant named Bob slash Jeff <laughs> that picked up your house and put it on your truck and brought it here to my home, Potatoville, the largest potato plantation in all the world where all of the french fries and all of the hash browns and all of the tater tots are made. Come and enjoy the farthing bounty during your time here while we prepare to transport your home back home. But I must warn you one thing. 
no matter what you do, don't eat the pizza. Penelope? Roll. Oh, and then they walked into his castle. Sorry, I forgot I had the castle. That was like I, I assumed there was a castle on the plantation. plantation. Yeah. Mom, what would this be? It's a keyhole. Oh, okay. It goes right with your last one. Um. Then the keyhole is so big, you guys had to all walk through it. Uh, and. It could also be somebody looking through oh, something. Yeah. Or... Okay, I got it. Okay. Did so it together with them? Then they walked inside the castle. And all of a sudden, they saw someone looking in. Who was it? From the window? Yeah. Hmm. Who was it? They all went out to see. They were gone. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. We decided to search the uh, grounds of the plantation. And we found what did you in roll? the woods a tent. A tent. <laughs> a tent. Uh, oh, sorry, I rolled a tent. Uh, on the grounds, we found a tent, and the kids looked inside, and what did they find? But one of those potato men from Doctor Who. <laughs> what? what were they called? Oh, I Do don't remember? remember the potato men. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, they were like yeah. big it was potatoes. Like a potato. A potato. Yeah. But they're also very confrontational people. So. Right? Weren't yeah. they? Yeah. They were yeah. confrontational. So. The guy. He kind of sounds like an ogre. A little bit. Yeah. And he's like. Hey guys. What are you doing? This is my potato. This is my potato land. And so the kids ran back to tell mommy and daddy about the story. About the, the pe- person they had met. The potato ogre. The potato ogre. Potato ogre. Potato ogre. And then we all went to sleep. What'd you roll? I, ro- I rolled... Somebody's sleeping. Yeah, I have to finish up the story, correct? Nope. Oh. I've got one more. Oh, I was going to say that they went to sleep and in the morning they ate the pizza and then they died. But I can't do that, can I? Nope. Um, they went to sleep, they told the parents, and then they... They told the parents, and then they went to sleep. They woke up with a start. It was Jeff Farthing. And the potato ogre was there as well. And he said, what are you doing? What What, what did we tell you? We said not to do it. Dad woke up and Mom woke up and Penny woke up. And then Max woke up. And there was a piece of pizza hanging from his mouth. <gasps> I just dreamt that I was eating pizza. I didn't know, he said. <laughs> All around them, the ground started to shake and started to rumble. And they said, no, you've done it. You've woken up the spaghetti monsters. <laughs> All of a sudden, large, tubular, posticular forms started to come out from the ground. And it wrapped itself around everybody's legs, including the potato girl. And Jeff Farthing. What do we do now? I know what to do, said Dad. It's time for dinner. They ate all day and all night. And they were so full of paschetti 
that they had no room for potatoes afterwards. But the plantation owners were so proud of them for eliminating the Paschetti monsters that not only did they fly their home back to where they lived in a potato helicopter, but they found the largest potato they could find and they carved a mansion out of it so that if the Kip family ever wanted to return, they could do so and they could stay there in luxury. And every potato that was ever raised always knew the name of the Kip family who had saved them from the Paschetti menace. Oh, 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 wait, wait. And they had a spaghetti sled to get there if they wanted to. Yeah. From from a leftover, the longest noodle of spaghetti monster. Oh, that's so. Good. So they have to go through the noodle. Spaghetti slide. Spaghetti slide. The end. Oh, wait, nah. Dun, dun, dun. That about wraps it up for this edition of No TV Thursday. We thank you for joining us, and hopefully we'll catch up with you again. It might still be a while, but we got one in 2018. Hopefully we'll get at least one recorded in 2019 as well. But this is Dad signing off. This is Penny. Have a good time. This is Mama. See you later. This is Max, signing off, and bye.